Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. Welcome into hour number two. Awaiting uh, you if you're going to be with us for the rest of this hour. We're going to hear from some of our field reporters, including Captain Mike Gallo, Angling Adventures of Louisiana. Uh, Brendan Bayard is uh, doing our paddlers report this morning. You'll hear from him. And also Ryan Lambert of Cajun Fishing Adventures, who I went duck hunting with last Sunday, uh, along with... Uh, Andre and Martha, and uh, we ended up, I think we bagged a total of 10 teal, which was not bad considering some of the reports that we got in. How was your teal season? Text me at 87870. And also, if you, you're going to put in one of the guests like these other hundreds of people have done about who my special mystery fishing guest will be next week, uh, you can put that in there too, and I'll get to some of those in a minute. But one thing I did want to mention, you know, we're anxiously awaiting here in Louisiana recommendations from our Department of Wildlife and Fisheries biologists on changes in our speckled trout limits and regulations in order to uh, compensate for what they have determined is an overfishing situation. And I just want to share with you what Florida's Wildlife and Fisheries Commission did this week with regard to their speckled trout. Uh, They have done some pretty drastic changes. They reduced bag limits and they have it divided by different zones. In the western panhandle, they only had a five-fish limit. That's down to three. Big Bend goes from five to four. South Florida from four to three. This is daily limit per angler of speckled trout now. Central east zone will go from four speckled trout per person to only two. And the northeast is where it's the most generous, but they're going from six a day to five. They're also modifying Their size limit, they're on a slot limit that was 15 to 20. They're tightening that up. Now it's 15 to 19. And only one trout over 19 inches can be kept per boat. How lucky are we here in Louisiana? Uh, The captain, if you're on a charter trip, and his crew will not allow to be keeping their limit on a recreational charter. And they do have commercial fishing for speckled trout, which has been 50 per Fisherman uh, is going to be the new one. It was a hundred. Well, it's a hundred per boat, fifty per commercial fisherman. So if you've got three, five fishermen, still it's only going to be a hundred speckled trout per boat for commercial fishing. That is some pretty serious cuts, and we'll see. Uh, Louisiana has already there's been some talk that it, the cuts may have to be deep in order to accomplish anything. We'll find out with that. I thought they were going to have it at this week's commission meeting. Nothing there. Possibly in November's commission meeting, we'll see some recommendations. And then it'll go before the public, and then they'll take a final vote, and we'll see what we'll be dealing with for 2020. All right, here's some more guesses. Rosie O'Donnell, fishing with me next week. No chance. Uh, Ben Franklin and uh, Al Capone, those are the two guys who share a birthday with me. But, nope, they're not around to go fishing, that's for sure. Morris the Magnificent. I'm sure you mean Morgus, and I don't have near enough time to explain who that is, but he's a friend of mine, and, yeah, I'd love to go fishing with old Morgus. Monica Lewinsky, no chance. Uh, Former reporter Jay Weiss, no. Here's another Tom Fitzmorris, the food uh, show host. Uh, Another Peyton Manning. 
Dolly Parton. That would be interesting. Here's someone that kind of took the hint. Caitlyn Jenner. No, not fishing with Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, another Newell Norman. Everybody thinks I'm going new. We may probably need to go if I can get him to find some time. Uh, Duck Dynasty's Phil Robertson, who, by the way, has uh, been inducted. Uh, he will be inducted next June into the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame. Not, not uh, Phil. Uh, someone says you're fishing with a couple. No, I'm not. Uh, here's one, Marshman Masson. Nope, not Todd. Uh, Zion. Nope, not Zion. Here's a report. I'll see. The Snake Doctor, New Orleans Fly Fisher, is going to be holding their annual Rio Grande Perch Rodeo today at City Park. You want to go catch some of those cichlids? Sign in by 8, weigh in by noon. Uh, go on the website and the Facebook page for New Orleans Fly Fisher. More details there. Nice day to do that. Uh, Miss America. Ha ha, I'm cheating. I have insider information. Close but no cigar. Uh, no, it is not Miss America. I am, however, scheduled to fish with Miss Louisiana. And that will be coming up next month. Uh, Chelsea Manning. No, nope, nope, grabbing for straws there. All right, 9868. You got it. Um, Morris Bart. <laughs> nope. Uh, AOC. Oh, my God, no, not AOC. Yeah, that would be one of the last ones you'd find me fishing with. The Ortega Twins, not familiar with them. Uh, 0460, you guessed it. Um, uh, 0253 says Margaret Orr. That's another meteorologist. No. Um, Karen Swenson, we already said no on Karen. Nancy Pelosi, good guess. Would be one of the last people I'd enjoy fishing with. Uh, Sheriff Harry Lee. Well, Harry Lee, when he was alive... We did fish and hunt a couple of times, and, boy, he was a lot of fun to be with. What is your mystery fisherman's occupation? All I'm going to say is entertainment. Uh, another Zion Williamson. Nope. John Foltz. We're going to be cooking later <clears throat> this month with John Foltz and uh, showing you some of those cooking features on uh, Bayou Wild TV. But, no, John's not going fishing. All right, I got a whole bunch more. We'll find some time to get to them and uh, find out who it is. We'll probably tell you before we go off there. But, anyway, let's go to uh, break. And when we come back, Captain Mike Gallo joins us. Got a fishing report for the area around Lake Pontchartrain, Lake Bourne, Lake Catherine. Sometimes he uh, actually nears the Biloxi Marsh over there, close to the Mississippi coast. We're back with his report, find out where his travels have taken him. Right after this, on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Yeah, and more and more of our listeners have nailed the mystery guest. There's probably up to six or seven that got it correct. If you want to keep texting, it's 87870. And, boy, we got some creative answers coming. I'll get to some of those in a little while, but i got to get to Mike Gallo. His fishing report each week is brought to you by Seto. You know them. They offer you fuel drop when you need it, wherever you need it. They'll tow you in 24-7, jumpstart you if you got electrical problems. But what you really get for $179 a year, Peace of mind for one full year. You can become a member by calling Captain Chris, 504-301-4545, or they'll sign you up online. That's the easiest way to do it. Just visit com. Captain Mike, uh, we're looking at a pretty good day weather-wise today. What's it look like over at the Spots and Docks Lake House Lodge? Well, I'm standing in the front yard here at the Lake House Lodge. I'm facing east, and there's a light, light breeze coming out of the northeast i don't think it's two or three miles an hour that nice tide range like you spoke about earlier and the fishing over here has really busted loose pretty good the last couple of days um i listened to robbie campo's uh forecast uh post and uh, it seems like maybe those fish are closer in than some of those fellows are fishing 
because I'm not going that far. I'm more in the Lake Poodle, Bay Boudreaux, nine-mile area. And I had four boats go out yesterday, and our average catch on trout was probably 40 to 50 fish per boat. I had two boats with 100. Wow, that is the best trout trip you've had in a long while. Yeah, and I didn't even move and had seven redfish mixed in with them. We had wow. a real good day yesterday. We started with live shrimp under the four horsemen popping corks and had four people fishing like that. And then after we got them going a little bit, I switched two of them over to the matrix shad under the popping cork, the glow color and the ultraviolet color. It worked really good. Now, we probably caught, we might have caught 250 fish to keep 100. There's a lot of undersized ones. Um, I would say nothing was big. We might have had one fish that was 16 inches, the majority of them 12 to 13. Um, but that's what's going on at this point in time. And the other boats, the, the common thread amongst all the boats was current. You needed to be where there was some pretty good current, either current coming out of a bayou into a bay or current rolling around a point with a nice hard bottom. So that's the key, what you want to look for today. Some current. How'd you find those fish? Were they birds or just fishing over reefs? I found them a uh, day before yesterday, and there were birds. Now, yesterday when I went straight there, there was no birds. But we caught a fish on the first cast. And then after maybe 30 minutes or so, the birds showed up. And then the birds might be around for 30 minutes, and then the birds would leave. But the fish stayed. The fish stayed, and it seemed like the shrimp would kind of come through in waves. But the fish sort of knew the bait was coming through with that tide pushing through. I fished a small bayou that emptied into Nine Mile Bay. And as that tide was falling, which it's doing again today, it was just flushing bait out of the marsh into this bay, and it was a perfect ambush. So those fish just sat there, and, and the shrimp came through in waves. It, it would seem like for 15 or 20 minutes we would catch them real good, and then it would slow down. We wouldn't catch them quite as good for 15 or 20 minutes. And then back and forth, back and forth. But I had 100 by, I think it was 1120. It was pretty consistent action. That's very good. That is very good. Uh, I guess your plan is to go back there again today? Actually, I have the guys from California that come in and fish with me for a whole week. So they're fishing with me for seven days, and we're strictly going after redfish. I do have a couple of other boats going out, and I shared with them the information. They were here yesterday, so they know what and where. So there will be some trout caught today with some of the other groups. So are you fishing marshes uh, off the lower end of Lake Bourne, or are you headed to Biloxi Marsh? Well, with the, with the calm weather that I have today, I am going to go to the three-mile and nine-mile area and see if we can get on some bull reds. That's the mm-hmm. pattern that we fish with these folks from California. Um, when we got real calm weather, we go try to the bulls, and if there's a little bit of a breeze, we go into the marsh where there's protection, and we catch slot-sized redfish. So they don't keep any well, fish, so it doesn't really matter. Just what the weather allows us to do for that day. Well, you're talking like typical October fishing in Louisiana, and, boy, that's some really good yeah, news you're bringing us this morning. Yeah, it's really it's, it's shaping up to be a, a normal or even above average. You know, I think we didn't catch a lot of those fish in the spring, so 
I think there'll be more of them when they finally make their way back in now that we're into the fall season. Got to agree with you, Mike. If you got somebody's interest up and they want to come from out of town, stay in the lodge, go fishing, or if they're local and they just want to meet you in the morning there and head out, uh, you're on my website under Field Reporters. Tell them the other ways they can get you. Well, you can find us at Angling Adventures of Louisiana on Facebook or the old-fashioned telephone, which is 985-781-7811. All right, Mike, thanks for the report. Hope you all catch up to those big bulls today, and we'll check in with you next week. Sounds good, Don. Talk to you then. All righty. Captain Mike Gallo, Angling Adventures of Louisiana, enjoying a really good week of fishing over in his neck of the woods. All right, coming back after this, uh, we're going to have our paddler's report slash paddler's report. Brendan Bayard joins us. He's back after winning an IFA tournament to give us his report on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And that little tune signals it's time for our Paddler's Report with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. It's a presentation of Massey's Outfitters, Mid-City, New Orleans, Covington, Baton Rouge. That's the locations that offer some of the best kayak fishing models from brands like Hobie, Jackson Kayak, and Native Watercraft. Visit their website. You'll see their whole line at MasseyOutfitters.com or check them out on Facebook. Brendan Bayard joins us now for a Paddler's Report. Got some great weather out there, Brendan. Are you going to be fishing today? Uh, I'm going to be fishing during the week. I got a, uh, a couple of football games to go to today. Uh, and so, uh, just kind of shifting my schedule a little bit this week. So what's the reports this week? What are you hearing? Uh, a lot of guys have been, been heading down to highway 23 in anticipation of our upcoming fall and tide tournament, uh, in two weeks from now, uh, down in Venice, that's the big fall slam tournament. So, uh, you know, guys are eligible to fish anywhere in Plaquemines Parish, although most of them fish on the west side. Um, the uh, the guys have been fishing mostly up in the Lake Hermitage, Port Sulphur area. Trout are all over the marsh up there, um, you know, albeit a little bit small right now, but they're still catching, you know, trout up to 15 inches in the marsh while they're targeting redfish. Uh, redfish are very plentiful up there. Uh, and then I guess, uh, you know, some people start working their way down and trying to fish some of those more open areas like Buras and Empire and uh, Yellow Cotton Bay just to kind of see how those trout are moving in after we've had such a long, um, you know, uh, high water situation with the river this summer. So hopefully that that stuff's been uh, flushed out a little bit and, and maybe those trout are starting to uh, congregate in those areas. And, and uh, I'm sure that's what a lot of guys are going to be doing today as it's two weeks out. That's usually kind of the, the pre-fishing uh, window that matches up with the uh, tide cycles and everything for the tournament. So a lot of guys will be down there. Uh, also down Highway 1, the fishing's been incredible. Uh, you know, the, the Leeville area is really uh, starting to transition uh, nicely with the, with the fish coming in from the, uh, from the coast. Uh, a lot of guys are catching nice, uh, you know, almost limits of nice fish up in Leeville with some uh, occasional big fish mixed in. Uh, Basons and uh, Golden Meadow are, are also uh, filling up with uh, some small trout, and the red fishing is, has stayed pretty nice up there. Um, so it's looking good this weekend. I would think a lot of people will have a lot of success. Uh, did you talk about Lafayette Kayak Fishing Club event? Yeah, so next weekend, uh, the uh, neighboring club uh, in Lafayette is having their uh, Cajun Castaway Tournament, which is a slam tournament as well, and that takes that takes place in uh, Big Lake 
and all the uh, connected lakes like Moss Lake and uh, Preen Lake. So you can fish that whole little area over there, uh, catch a red trout and flounder. Uh, most of the good fishing's still been going on near the ship channels. So I'm sure a lot of the guys will be concentrating in areas, uh, you know, such as Joe's Cove or, or down uh, by West Cove where uh, those areas meet the ship channel. There's a lot of good, uh, good areas where that kind of water that, uh, maybe a little bit cooler water transitions into the, the lake itself. And then you have, uh, you know, the flounder run, which should be starting pretty soon here, uh, with the cold front coming next week. So, uh, fingers crossed on that. I won't call it a cold front. I'll call it a cool front. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, anything else? I don't think we're ways off from cold. Yeah. Uh, bull reds. Uh, what, what, where would you suggest if somebody's heard about our bull reds from ride the bull or, you know, just from the, the, the Facebook page of Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club, where would you suggest would be a place for a starter to take his kayak and maybe get a, a Cajun sleigh ride, as we call it? Uh, I think Kamenata Pass is really a safe, uh, pretty safe place to fish for bull reds. Um, you know, the current the current can get uh, a little tricky if the wind and the tide are stacked in opposite ways, uh, where you have, like, maybe an incoming tide and a, a north, uh, you know, a, a north wind or something, but you know, you have to have a kind of special situation to make it dangerous like that. Um, for the most part, you can launch over at Wakeside or Bridgeside, paddle across, fish underneath the bridge, try the different pilings. If those aren't working, you can go over towards a jetty uh, that's going out towards uh, coming out of pass, kind of fish that. I tend to find the magical depth is somewhere between, you know, 15 and 12 feet uh, down down there. You know, they, they have some deeper places, but... Uh, I tend to, uh, you know, concentrate on those kind of areas. A lot of the bulls I catch in Commandant are right against the bridge, almost throwing a, a, you know, a piece of bait or jig right against one of those pilings, letting it go down to the bottom and uh, just kind of working it back. I tend to just use straight braid, 50 pound or so, uh, with a stout, stout rod. Uh, you know, sometimes you kind of, you kind of in a little tug of, tug of war battle with them right against the uh, the bridge. You don't want them to you know, kind of take your line past the piling or anything. So you just kind of have it out with them for a little while. Um, and then if you get a little bit more experience, Barataria Bay is kind of the uh, the place of choice during the IFA uh, fishing tournaments. There's a lot more water out there, but there's a lot of shoals that come off of the pass. So when you have that 140-foot deep water as it's going into uh, Barataria Bay, it makes these nice uh, – Pumps of sand behind the pass that are, you know, sometimes are as shallow as six feet, but uh, those transition areas hold a lot of reds. Great report. Thank you, Brendan. And uh, I guess next time we talk to you, you'll be out there at the uh, Fall and Tide tournament. Yeah, we'll be talking live from uh, Fall and Tide. So uh, looking forward to that. Sounds good. Thanks again, Brendan. All right. Take care, Don. Bye. All right, there he goes, Brendan Bayard, our, our fish and field reporter. All right, coming back after this, it's bad boy time. Oh, man, this one really is going to uh, boil your blood. It kind of got me upset, too. But anyway, we're going to take your text on, uh, whoo, it's burning up. They, they, Everybody thinks they know who my mystery fishing guest is. Some of them do. I don't know how it got out, but it did. We're back right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. <laughs> 
Tell you what, it's hard to imagine the amount of participation we got this morning. Uh, a lot of people want to take a guess at who my special mystery fishing guest will be next week. And here's one, Alan Shire. Alan Shire, a uh, well-known chef in New Orleans. Uh, he'd be good to take because he could really cook you up a dish when you got back. Uh, here's one says, this is creative. Chief Fandle in Slidell and his brother. This is his brother. Mm, good try. Uh, another Drew Brees, O'Neill Williams. Now, O'Neill Williams is the Don Dubuque of Atlanta. And he's coming here to fish next week. So that's a pretty good guess. I'm hoping to see him, but I am not going to get a chance to fish with him. Uh, we have Pat Swilling. <laughs> that would be funny. Remember, Pat was one of our bad boys of the outdoors. Speaking of bad boys of the outdoors, we got one coming up for you right after we pause 10 seconds for our local stations to identify themselves along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. On Wednesday, the Slidell Police Department was notified of a theft of several brand-new rods and reels from the back of a truck at Southside Cafe on Highway 11. i got to tell you, Southside Cafe, I've been known to frequent there quite often, got some great food, and it's kind of that hangout where all the fishermen and the professional fishing guides hang out. A lot of the guys bring their customers there, a really hopping busy place. Well, what made matters worse, these poles that were taken were to be auctioned off to benefit the Wounded Warrior Project at a weekend fishing rodeo. The suspect, however, was captured on surveillance video, which enabled detectives to identify the suspect as Jeffrey Effler of Denham Springs. Then Effler was located at a house in Slidell with the fishing poles in his possession. The poles will return to the rightful owner, and they will be auctioned to benefit the Wounded Warrior Project. Booked into the Slidell City Jail with one count of theft over $1,000 in merchandise was 34-year-old Jeffrey Effler of Denham Springs, Louisiana, our bad boy of the outdoors. Uh, you know, I don't know if Jeffrey knew that the destination for those rods and reels, but it doesn't matter. What a despicable act. Tell me, if you were the judge, what would your suggested punishment be for Jeffrey Effler, 34 years old, stealing rods and reels out of the back of an open pickup truck that were destined to be prizes for a Wounded Warrior Project's fundraiser? You know, maybe hiring out for some dirty jobs and then for donations, and then the donations could be earmarked for Wounded Warriors. What would those jobs be? Or what's your suggested punishment if you were the judge? Text that to me at 87870. And also, if you can guess who the mystery fishing guest will be next week, love to hear from you that too. i got Angela Hill, longtime uh, news reporter and, and uh, anchor for Channel 4, WWL. Not Angela, sweet lady. Alvin Kamara, running back for the Saints. Nope, not Alvin. Keep on guessing. We'll be right back after this. We're going to try to catch up with Ryan Lambert. Made a teal hunt with him last week. Going to be making a fishing trip with him coming up soon. We'll tell you all about it right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. He fishes with plastic. He's not made of plastic by any means. He's also a man of steel during hunting season. I'm talking about Captain Ryan Lambert. Ryan, what's going on down in Buras this morning? Well, all the boys are off, and I'm hooking up to the little boat to go do some fly fishing, buddy. Beautiful day. Oh, yes, good. it is going to be cool. Yeah, it's a gorgeous day out there. Boy, I'm starting to get more and more reports of uh, speckled trout. Did you guys do anything this week on the trout? Yeah, they just started catching this week. They started hitting a few of them. Some nice ones, too. When they first come in, they're small, and then by the end of October, you start getting some nice ones. They caught nice ones yesterday. And uh, they've been slipping out catching 
all kind of different fish too. You know, these bull reds, some be catching some triple tail, some cobia, crazy stuff. <laughs> it's been calm, so they had a chance to go have fun. So they've been doing it. But uh, a lot of customers want bull reds these days. You know, it's just uh, you know this place is kind of famous for them, so everybody wants them. So we just we go catch them, and then after we come catch them, some keepers or you know some people still want trout, but not as much as it used to be. No, that's for sure. People really enjoy, especially out of town, is catching those reds. Um, and, and there's certainly plenty of them. They've lived up to their reputation. Uh, and, and October is just one of those months. Is October, what's your favorite month down there? Wow. You know, I, I really yeah, like Yeah, it's October, hard decision. But, but, you know, if the river is low, then November, December, if it's low enough for the fish to go in there, but we hadn't seen that in seven years. But uh, And this year, it won't even go green. I mean, it's, it's coming up. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but that that used to be my favorite time, November, when those fish would come in the river. I really enjoy fishing the river. You know, going down the, the rocks with a crankbait at first for red and the fishing ledges and, and homes and little, you know, eddies and stuff for the trout. Gosh, man, I missed that. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's talk about what used to be, oh, buddy. Yeah. All right, so you fly fishing today. Um, tell us the, the, the tactic. What is the plan when you're going out looking for redfish and you're fly fishing? Well, right now I'm waiting for the sun to come up. So I, you know, first thing in the morning, I put the sun to my back, and I just, you know, if the tide's high, you got to get very, very shallow. That's why I use my little boat, my little flax boat. So I go very, very shallow if the tide is high, and, you know, they'll, they'll push all the way as far as they can into their feet. So I'll go in there with them, and I look for the fish. I like to, to sight fish. I don't like to, to just blind cast. Like I, I never cast till I see a fish because that's, that's the whole ball game to me. So then what you want to do is you want to lay your fly down ahead of the fish and beyond the fish so you can strip to them. You don't want to cast right where the fish is. You want to go beyond the fish because you want that fly coming, stripping, and make it look natural. It's got to be the fish's idea most of the time is when they're when – they're prowling around they jump and shrimp and that's what they eat they just don't just walk you know swim around looking for one to eat they, they like to jump them out the mud or, or boom that's when they ambush them so you want to emulate that you want to look like he jumped it and boy they will attack it right away and i like to throw a popper if they're really biting because that's that's exciting to watch you come up and eat a popper <laughs> they will explode on they come over the top of it <laughs> Yeah, it's incredible. It takes your breath away when you hit that and you hear that line stripping off of that reel. How do you rig up? What weight rod do you use? What type of line? And what's your go-to bait? I use a, a eight-weight rod, and I like airflow line because it, it shoots so far. I mean, it's a really good shooting line. And, I, and I'm not big on tippets and stuff like if I'm fishing bonefish. If you know what in, I'll just put a, you know, a 16-pound leader on it. I'm not big at tape, you know, tapered leaders and stuff here, you know, it's just not called for. And um, I don't know, I like the, the crab pattern a lot. I like a popper. I don't very, very seldom I ever throw a spoon. I don't know why. I, I just don't like the weight. And it just doesn't look natural to me. But it's very, very good. A lot of people throw spoons. So I got I got quite a bit of fly fishing to do this month. So, uh, later on, I'll be after the bulls because as soon as this cold front comes through and it start, the water starts cooling off, the algae will drop out of it and it'll get really, really clear. When that happens, those big bulls will come on these flats and, oh, uh, gosh, I love catching, you know, 20, 30 pound fish on the fly. Boy, that, that's exciting stuff right there. 
Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, people, okay. somebody wanted to get a recap on the teal season. Uh, we talked to him over on the west side. We know Delacroix and Arvin had, a, uh, I guess you could only describe it as horrible season. Uh, they had some success up in Catahoula. Uh, you seem to have the shining star down there at the, in Buras on the east side of the river. Really? I thought that, I thought that uh, in the west they did good, but maybe not. I didn't hit too much. But, you know, we, we did really good considering we didn't have a cold front during the season. If you get a cold front during the season, then you get just gobbed. I mean, there's just a big charge of teal component, and it's a no-brainer. <clears throat> but when it's like that and we don't get that cold front, you have to sit there and study the birds. You have to see where they're flying and set up in the flyway. If you're not in the flyway, they use they they use canals. They use edges of roses, and they fly, fly in specific structure, almost like fish do. And you set up in those lines, and that's how you're going to kill your teal when, when there's not teal all in your marsh because you had a cold front. So you got to set up on the flyway because every day there's some migrating through. So you know we killed a little over 500 and limited out probably, I would say, 75 to 80 percent of the days we limited. And the rest of the days, you know, just, you know, you didn't get them. You know, you killed some, but not, you know, you kill eight or ten of blind. And, and, and that was good. You know, I mean, it's teal season. And I, I love it. I love being out that marsh and smelling that fresh marsh smell. Gosh, that time of year, everything is growing. It's got this fresh smell. And the mornings, the mornings were really crisp and nice. I mean, just like this morning, it's not real hot. And you're out of there by 9 o'clock or so. So when you go fishing, I mean, what a great time of year. Yep, it really is, and I think we're going to be pretty much in the clear as far as our habitat. You know, I don't think oh. we're going to get any more storms or big tidal surges. We've got fronts starting to come down now, and the trend has been for storms to head up the Atlantic, so I think we're going to escape that. Um, you know, Ricefield country, there was some of those areas had some, some pretty good action in the central southern part of the state, but outside of that, uh, you guys had probably the best season of all. Well, our marsh is, is phenomenal. I mean, it's it's so much food there this year. You know, normally, you know, if we get a uh, storm, it'll it'll kill a lot of it off. But you still have it. this year. It is by tenfold what we have. It's going to be an unbelievable year. There's so much there. The marshes, you know, just full of aquatic vegetation and duck potatoes and every kind of grass you can imagine. It's going to be a fun year. Wow. Gee, it sounds like I like this, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got any golf tournaments on, on your schedule coming up? Actually, now that you got actually, a championship at Monday, Grand Ridge. <laughs> Monday, Monday we have a, a big tournament. We have Dow and Bear two weeks in a row. So we got two big, big tournaments in the next two weeks. But I'm not playing. I'm going to be out here working. I got to fish. <laughs> I know. You want to quit while you're ahead. That's your deal. I'm digging that big lake in the back right now. I'm going to stock it so full of Florida bass for those kids. They're not going to be able to cast without catching one. Yeah. So. How's the gun swap coming? I was thinking about keeping the one I brought home. I oh, leaving no, the other no, one down there. My camera on it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> she was she was finished last night. She gonna bring it by tonight and get yours and and bring my real real one back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in any hurry. I would keep the, the camera the though. Uh, yeah, I got you. I, you, I got you. It's incredible. You need to you yeah. need to get that camera, upon this. I'm sending my, my gun camera off to the factory. They want to take a look at it and then make a decision on what we're gonna do. But I think I'm a let them have it back and, and get you one of yours, you know, same as yours. Yeah, that, that shot cam, I tell you, up there when y'all pheasant hunting, it would be incredible because it's got that full power on it. And, and you know, right. some of these teal shots, I mean, you can see their eye. I mean, that's, oh, I like it. Yeah, 
It's yeah. A, it's been and turkey hunt so too. Turkey hunt. Oh yeah, too. it'd be awesome for I, that. I will have something on my gun when I head up there. Hey Ryan, thanks for the <laughs> report. Uh, CajunFishingAdventures.com. Give them that phone number. You actually answer your own phone. You don't let the uh, yeah they, the they, mate they or the butler or the answering service do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they they do a lot because of this. We the phone is ringing off the hook. We are so busy. Um, it's they call me if they have any questions at five zero four five five nine five one one one. Good luck with the fly riding. Thank you, buddy. We'll see you soon. All right. See you soon. Captain Ryan Lambert also goes by the name of the Plastic Man and the Man of Steel and championship uh, golfer of Grand Ridge Golf. That's amazing. All right. We'll be right back after this. Ooh, they're coming in hot and heavy, the guests. I might continue this on the 7 to 9 more outdoors. I'm having so much fun with it. But more and more people have guessed who my fishing mystery guest is and also got some suggestions for our bad boy, the outdoors, how you can pay back his debt to society. We'll be right back after this to wrap it up on the outdoors with Don Dubuque radio network. Well, if you're just tuning in, getting up and moving uh, and wondering about the out of doors, we got some great reports today. Really good fishing reports, trout, redfish are hitting. I got some reports that the offshore tuna bite is on. Uh, freshwater fishing is still continuing to be good. Bass down in the basin, and we got sockeye hitting in some of the rivers. Uh, squirrel season's opened up this morning, along with rabbit. Uh, people usually wait till later to hunt the rabbit, but I know a lot of hunters are getting out there. It's kind of a still morning in the woods for squirrel hunting. Some really good conditions. So whatever you do out there, certainly enjoy it. All right. Also, we've got going on today. We've been. I've got a special mystery fishing guest. We're going to be filming a TV fishing feature with next week, and. Uh, some of our listeners have tempted to, some of them, a lot of them really have guessed it. And, uh, you know, we gave away one clue, but, uh, you know, I don't think it was a clue. It's some kind of way the word's been getting out. Anyway, here's some of the other ones that are coming. This one from the Lafayette area, DJ Rhett or the Cajun Ninja. Uh, no, not, not them. Uh, Bianca Del Rio. I'm not sure who that is. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Trump. Jeff Brule. Why would he be the last person I'd fish with? And here's Raynell. Got a guess about Sid Noel Morgan. Sorry, Raynell. Not him. Uh, James in Ocean Springs says O'Neill Williams. O'Neill, again, is coming here next uh, week. He's fishing out of Lafitte, but I'm not going to be on the boat with him. I hope I get to see him, though. Here's one. Oh, this is mean. If going offshore, please let it be Hillary Clinton or Nancy Pelosi. Oh, Cliff Losher? I think they mean Keith Lusher who is the host of North Shore Fishing Report. Nope, not Keith. Um, here's one. Your hint gave it away. Honestly, blank was my initial thought, but I thought it was too unlikely. Cool idea. Y'all have fun. Yeah, you got it. Uh, we have another Angela Hill, another Bill Dance. Chef Tenny Flynn. That's a guy who knows how to do something with a fish, but it's not Tenny. Uh, Mike Dettelier, sports guru. Nope, not Mike. He's on, on the radio, too. Uh, Chaz Champagne, uh, the bait guy. Nope, not Chaz. Uh, David Bernard, a weatherman. No. Uh, RuPaul, no. Emerald, Chef Emerald, no. Uh, Kermit Ruffins, no. Richard Simmons, no. Uh, Wayne Toops, no. Brian Cranston, no. Uh, here's Raynell again, Chris Owens. Keep trying, Raynell. Uh, here's one, uh, Bruce Jenner, no. Uh, Dutch, I guess you mean Dutch Prager. Nope, not Dutch. Me and Dutch have fished together and hope to fish with him again soon. Donnie Rouse, no. Um, Bianca Del Rio, again, no, no, not sure. Lauren Daigle, no, don't know. John Spud McDonald, I think you mean John Spud McConnell. No, not him. He'd be fun to fish with, too. Uh, here's Brian of Walker, says, you got to be going with Drew Brees. Who that? Nope, not Drew. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, trying to find a station around Lake Charles area. Another trucker is looking. Well, we got one for you. Gator 99.5 on the FM dial out of Lake Charles is our Lake Charles affiliate. So pass that information along. All right, Harry Connick Jr. No, we're going to continue this. Catch me on More Outdoors. Uh, go to my website if you want to find out how to live stream it. we got some special guests, Missy Fox, Melissa Terrebone, and also the Wildlife and Fisheries Veterinarian. See you next week on another edition of The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 